the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you as we start a post-Easter week edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Donald Trump on his way to Delaware County this weekend. And he has endorsed a candidate in the U.S. Senate race on the Republican side of the ticket. We will talk about that today. Who's in charge of Hilliard schools? The students? The principals? The assistant principals? A political candidate on campus Friday making a campaign appearance during a school day. Hilliard police called an investigation underway. Oh, it's uh, multi-level dysfunction out in Hilliard. And uh, anti-Semitism at Ohio State seems to be flourishing despite, um, well, flourishing until it was cut off by one courageous student. We'll have all that for you. Love to have your participation in the program. What do you think of Donald Trump endorsing J.D. Vance? 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989 is our number. J.D. Vance, the Hillbilly Elegy author, the closest thing to a celebrity in the Ohio Senate race on the Republican side of the ticket. We have a bunch of politicians, a bunch of business people, and then we have J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance hasn't led any polls that I've seen, but he has been gaining in the polls. Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel, pretty indicative of the two different sectors of candidates. Gibbons, a private businessman. Josh Mandel, a former Marine. Note that up front before Josh calls in to note that he's a former Marine. By the way, so is J.D. Vance. And you never hear uh, Vance talk about it, but he's a former Marine as well. Uh, But Josh served exemplary as a Marine and has uh, made that a cornerstone of his campaign. He has also been a frequent political candidate and was a former state treasurer. So Vance is an outlier, but Donald Trump was an outlier. And there are some who are drawing a parallel between Trump's endorsement of J.D. Vance and Trump's endorsement, uh, uh, endorsement of Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania as Ah. Donald Trump loves celebrities. Donald Trump will always endorse the celebrity style over substance. That is the simplistic assessment of some. Maybe he just likes J.D. Vance. Maybe he was talked into liking J.D. Vance because his son, Donald Trump Jr., clearly likes J.D. Vance. Or, here's an idea, maybe he likes J.D. Vance because he thinks J.D. Vance's ideas are the best ideas that he has heard. Or he thinks that J.D. Vance would be the most effective debater in the fall against likely Democratic candidate Tim Ryan. There are a lot of reasons why uh, Trump could like J.D. Vance over the other candidates. What is inarguable is that Trump has endorsed, and a lot of us thought, I was one who thought he would not endorse. 
because the largest section of voters in the Republican primary in every poll continue to be those who are undecided. And the thought was that they are waiting to see if Donald Trump will endorse a candidate. Josh Mandel, Mike Gibbons, Jane Timken all wanted Donald Trump's endorsement. They did not get it. Timken got Rob Portman's endorsement. Josh Mandel has gotten a bevy of endorsements from various organizations. So is Mike Gibbons. But J.D. Vance has the plum endorsement of Donald Trump. And here is what Trump said about J.D. Vance. I've studied this race closely, and I think J.D. is the most likely to take out the weak but dangerous Democrat opponent. Dangerous because they will have so much money to spend. However, J.D. will destroy him in the debates and will fight for the MAGA movement in the Senate. So all along, I've been impressed by J.D. Vance's ability to articulate his positions. But I was troubled by his past statements. Critical doesn't even begin to do it. It was more than more than critical of Donald Trump. I think I heard him on soundbites say that Trump was an idiot. Now, at the October 26th candidate forum at Genoa Church in Westerville, J.D. Vance confronted this head on when he was asked about his past criticism of Donald Trump. And he said, I was wrong. I was wrong. Now, I found that to be a refreshingly candid assessment. Simple, not bathed in too much verbiage. A lot of times the more people talk, the less they're really saying. I would submit our vice president, Kamala Harris, as exhibit A of my position on that. (laughs) But J.D. Vance just said, I was wrong. I was wrong. 2016, I was wrong. He governed. And I liked how he governed. And so I think he's someone now that I would support. Well, J.D. Vance is not alone in that. There were a lot of people who were so-called never-Trumpers. There were a lot of reluctant people. For instance, I'm a fan of The Daily Wire. I'm a fan of Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro would not vote. For Donald Trump in 2016. He voted for him in 2020. Okay. Do I think Ben Shapiro should be dead to me forever because of that? No, I don't. So I'm curious to know how you feel about Trump's endorsement of J.D. Vance. If this has gotten you off the fence. If you were undecided, if you were waiting. Has it gotten you off the fence? 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Let's start with Teresa in Carroll. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I wanted to share with you my progression in uh, the Senate race and how I landed with J.D. Vance just about a month ago. Okay. We we went to, well, first of all, um, last summer, I had said that I am a um, Josh Mandel supporter. I had said a firm Josh Mandel supporter. And then we went, my husband and I, we, when I say we, we went to the uh, Genoa Baptist Church. You were there. Mm-hmm. We went to the Genoa Baptist Church, and I felt that Josh Mandel was um, – I, I, I didn't like his appearance he, and the way he handled himself. I thought he had kind of um, uh, bumper sticker shocking type statements. Yeah, he said that night the election was stolen from Donald Trump. He flat out said it, stolen from Donald Trump. 
Well, and I and I I believe that Donald Trump won the election. If you were to go to Wisconsin and uh, not have drop boxes and uh, Pennsylvania, I think they uh, sure. Some, the, All that aside, but know, my point in make, of- my point in making that statement about Josh was he says what other people might hint at. He's a pit bull. Yes, and he's and and and, and it's it, it it was like too strong of a too strong on the, some of those statements. Do you know what I mean? I do. So, so I why did you come around to J.D. Vance? You have other options. Why did you go from Mandel to J.D. Vance? Because I went to Bernie Marino. Mm. I went to Bernie Marino because I liked the way he handled himself, and I liked what he said about immigration. And I think I liked that he was an immigrant. Mm-hmm. So I went to Bernie Marino, and I was kind of ticked that he went down to Mar-a-Lago and dropped out. And I thought, well, where am I? Mm-hmm. What does that leave me? And uh, I thought, I, I don't think I really like Mike Gibbons. I have my opinion of him, you know, which is kind of, um, he's, he seems kind of pompous. An old uh, white man, pompous politician. So did you get to Vance because you like Vance, or did you get to Vance by process of elimination of other candidates? I was looking around. I was looking around, and... J.D. Vance came to my neighborhood. He came to my neighborhood at Carroll, Ohio, at a pizza shop, and I said, I need to go go listen to him because he's knocking on my door. Mm-hmm. So I, I went with him with um, there was two other couples there, and we were looking, and the, one of the other couples had been a Bernie Marino fan also. So we were looking. We were looking for someone, and uh, it was a small uh, venue, and I I like I liked what he said, and I like and a lot of them will say basically the same thing, but I liked what he said, and I liked the way he presented himself. Well, I think your story, Teresa, is everybody's story who has made that same journey, and that is that once they got to know J.D. Vance, they're a little bit less uh, imprisoned by his past comments about Trump. I mean, we want political candidates to evolve, right? We want people to evolve, not just political candidates. And we want events in history to impact our viewpoint, our outlook, our actions, our attitudes, and react to those. So I'm not surprised that Teresa has come around to liking J.D. Vance, because if you meet him, he does relate very well. By the way, we'll have J.D. Vance on the show on Wednesday 1133, and I would assume he will be in Delaware at the Delaware County Fairgrounds on Saturday when Donald Trump comes in and addresses the uh, rally that they're having. I think that starts at 7 p.m. I would highly suggest you get there well in advance of that if you want to get in, because that'll be quite a show. Uh, It'll be interesting to see on Saturday night what Trump says about the gubernatorial race. I will be talking to one of the governor candidates on the Republican side of the ticket tonight. Jim Renacci will be in Hilliard, an important event about our schools. Isn't it interesting that there's a Save the Schools rally in Hilliard tonight that was planned in advance of the nonsense that took place in some Hilliard schools on Friday? We'll get to that and have more of your calls on the endorsement of J.D. Vance by Donald Trump next on The Bruce Hooley Show.
So I checked online to find out what has J.D. Vance said about election fraud, because there's this view out there that Donald Trump only endorses candidates who agree with him that the 2020 presidential election was stolen from him. Josh Mandel has flat out said that. He said that at Genoa on October the 26th, the election was stolen from Donald Trump. Others have been more careful, more nuanced in their comments. And this is what this is the only comment I can find from J.D. Vance on election fraud. It comes from last October, and he says there were certainly people voting illegally on a large-scale basis. Asked about Ohio, J.D. Vance said, I think it's probably true that Trump won by a larger margin in Ohio, but I think as things go, Jim Jordan said our elections were pretty much the gold standard, meaning Ohio elections. I don't think think things were perfect in Ohio, but I think it was better here than in 90% of the states. Now, Vance has also said that he, like many others, like me, by the way, says that the election of 2020 was the result of a, quote, big tech conspiracy engineered by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg that cost Donald Trump the victory. Um, Yeah, I'm all in on that. I'm all in on the big tech conspiracy because it's funny to me. Every story you read about Trump's contention that the election was, quote unquote, stolen from him. Here's one from Vanity Fair. They always have to add the parenthetical denial of Trump's claim. In Friday's statement, Donald Trump called J.D. Vance strong on the border, tough on crime and a warrior on the rigged and stolen presidential election. And then in parentheses, Vanity Fair writes. The 2020 presidential election was neither rigged nor stolen, but Trump has turned blind fealty to these false statements into a litmus test for Republicans seeking his favor. Boy, that's an editorial comment right there. The 2020 presidential election was neither rigged nor stolen? Come on, Vanity Fair. Zuckerberg spent a half a billion dollars. There have been findings in both Pennsylvania... Violation by the state Supreme Court of state law, extending the voting deadline. Wisconsin, same kind of funny business, money spent in Democratic precincts to get the Democratic vote out. Legal by the letter of the law, Mm, okay. Ethical, not so much. So when J.D. Vance says it was a big tech conspiracy, he's talking about Zuckerberg, he's talking about the money spent. Does it go to the spirit of free and fair elections? No, it does not. Is it by the letter of the law legal? Can you do it? Sure. He did it. He got away with it. Did it affect the election? Without question, it affected the election. And there are other curiosities. So now we have an endorsement on the Republican side of the ticket in the Senate race. It is J.D. Vance. And we'll see. We'll see if this makes a difference on May the 3rd. The polls continue to say Mandel and Gibbons are one, two. Vance is three. Timken and Dolan are four, five. I think Timken is polling ahead of Dolan. I think Matt Dolan is spending dad and mom's money and maybe a piece of his uh, trust fund to position himself to run for something in the future. Maybe, maybe opposite Sherrod Brown on the 2024 ticket. But I think there will be stronger conservative candidates in 2024 and any time Matt Dolan wants to enter a race. I don't think Matt Dolan is a conservative at heart. 
I think Matt Dolan is a, I don't think he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I just don't think that he is committed to true conservative principles. I think he's a conservative because it is advantageous to label yourself as one at this particular juncture uh, in Ohio political history. Now, Trump joins other powerful voices for J.D. Vance, including Peter Thiel. You might not know Peter Thiel, but Peter Thiel and Elon Musk are the two guys who started PayPal. So Peter Thiel is a tech billionaire. And clearly, Tucker Carlson is a fan of J.D. Vance because J.D. Vance is on his show more than any other candidate. Now, Trump did not endorse a candidate for governor in the state of Ohio. And I'm going to be interested on Saturday in Delaware to see if Trump says anything about Jim Renacci, Mike DeWine, or Joe Blystone. Jim Renacci tonight will be at the Save Our Schools candidate forum at the Hilliard Presbyterian Church, 3600 Leap Road. I will be there as well. Love to see you. Doors open at 5.30. 6 p.m. the event starts. Uh, Jim Renacci will be there. His uh, lieutenant gubernatorial candidate will be there. Uh, There will be other candidates there for various offices. I'll be moderating. You will get a chance to ask your question tonight. We're going to take questions on index cards, and we're going to submit them to Jim Renacci, and we're going to find out where he stands on the various issues in the state of Ohio. I don't think there's any mystery where he stands on issues of schools. Schools in Ohio, all you need to do is go to ohiovaluevoters.org and check the map of independent reporting from teachers, administrators, and others in schools around the state of Ohio, and you'll find out what liberal initiatives are underway in your particular school. All throughout central Ohio, I'm sad to say. Southwestern City Schools, Upper Arlington, Dublin Hilliard, Gahanna, New Albany, on and on and on and on. Friday, this resulted in not one but two student walkouts, one at Davidson High School, one at Darby High School, both in Hilliard. At Darby High School, Ohio Democratic Senator candidate Morgan Hunt showed up, Morgan Harper, rather, showed up and made a speech on campus during the school day, a political candidate. This is not allowed. And so Hilliard's central office called police to file a report. But Morgan Harper says they knew she was coming. What's the truth? We'll find out next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.